Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Zenapadaratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and we'll get started. Today I have French vanilla, black tea, and I have scotcheroos. Thank you, Linda. My mother-in-law made them for me, or for my family, but I think they're for me. Anyway, <laughs> so let's get real. So we are currently in Holy Week. Um, I don't know if you know what Holy Week is, but it's the week between Palm Sunday, the triumphal entry where Jesus enters Jerusalem, and they cry out, Hosanna, Hosanna. And then all the stuff happens in the week. He dies on the cross on Friday, and then on Sunday is raised from the dead, and like miracles are happening, right? Like it is a crazy packed in week. I think every day of the week has a specific, you know, Holy Monday, Monday, Tuesday. That is all I know. Um, but <laughs> Good Friday. I know Good Friday. Um, but it is, it is a packed full week. And so it really has me thinking about traditions of Easter and traditions um, from when I was a child and that I've started since I've had a child. You know, I just, I'm a reminiscer, right? Like that is kind of who I am. So I've been thinking about all the things that we've done and all the dresses that I used to wear as a kid. In fact, I'm going to put you in on a little secret now. I have not, I wear all black 99% of the time. I have two shirts that are not all black or black and white. <laughs> And I ordered a dress on Amazon for the first time in my entire life of ordering a dress, or I've bought an address once, maybe since my daughter was born. I think maybe one time I've bought an address in the last 16 years. And I'm really excited because I think I might even wear it on Easter. If you see me on Easter, you know the dress worked. If you don't see it on Easter, you know it's been returned back to Amazon. Anyway, it, it it creates those memories. It brings all of that back of sitting at my grandmother's table and having spent all morning helping her cook and serve at the church for brunch and going to Easter Sunday at her church. And it was so traditional and there were hymns and just really fond memories for me. And then sitting around and my grandfather was a huge fan of ham. Like he loved ham. My grandmother really didn't eat. She cooked like she would cook for an army, but she was like, eh, I ate a string bean. I'm good. You know, like she was not much of an eater, but my grandfather was. And so I remember ham dinners at my grandmother's for Easter. And it was just such a fun, spectacular time as a, as a child. I just, it, Oh my goodness, I'm almost crying because it was so neat. And so you want to create that for your own kid, right? And I haven't. We don't do ham dinners at my house. <laughs> I mean, I every once in a while will sneak ham in, but it's not my husband's favorite thing. So I will sneak a, you know, small little piece of ham here or there. But we haven't had a ham dinner since we were married. Well, since my grandparents passed away 16 years ago. But Easter is a, such a special time. This is a week that you see that God can move and can do anything. And so I just wanted to make it brief this week and just kind of talk about what God can do in your life. You know, the tragedy and the 
horrific part of Good Friday for those poor disciples and for Mary, the mother of Jesus. Like, I cannot even imagine this week for her as she doesn't know it's coming like Jesus does, right? Like he knows in the Garden of Gethsemane what's about to happen. He knows as he's walking in Jerusalem what's about to happen. But the highs and the lows that happened this week for the people around Jesus must have been really kind of terrible, right? Like you you even think about poor Peter who goes and he's like, I am not going to deny you. Like, that's not who I am. I'm a believer. Like, I love you, Jesus. And then he denies him. And then Jesus comes back from the dead. And then you're like, oh, dude, I denied you. And he's like, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> ah, Like the emotions have got to be so high because of all the things that happened this week. You know, we talk about the Last Supper every month at our church because we do communion. And the Last Supper, they didn't know it was what we would originally now call the Last Supper. Like they had no idea that this would be the last time before Jesus died on the cross that they would have dinner together. Like, I think you would have been a little more um, thoughtful at that point. But I'm guessing it was just a jovial time. And Jesus, you know, came in and said different things. And the disciples were, of course, confused, which makes me feel so much better, right? <laughs> when you read the New Testament and you're listening to what the disciples say and what Jesus says, and 90% of the time the disciples don't quite get it and don't understand what he's talking about, it makes me feel better about my Christian walk. Because there are many times I'm like, I am not understanding what is going on right now. This makes no sense. Um <laughs> I am super confused. And there are days that you're like, um, have you ever heard the song Hills and Valleys, right? Um, God is the, I will praise you on the mountaintops and I will praise you in the valleys. And I remember right before COVID happened, we actually went to a concert where he sang the song. And of course, now I can't remember the artist's name and you're all like, hey, this is his name and you're filling in the blanks for me, but I don't remember his name because I'm not much of a music person. But I remember I was standing there and I was worshiping and I was like, Lord, thank you for bringing me to this mountaintop. Thank you for this great, great um, place that you've brought us financially and where you've brought us emotionally. And here we are as a family and we're worshiping you. And I just remember thinking like, Lord... This is amazing. And less, well, the next, that was a Saturday. And on Monday, the entire nation shut down for COVID, you know, and you're like, okay, now I kind of understand the triumphal entry. Like you come in, you're on this donkey, people are praising you, there are palm leaves and coats and, and less than five days later, you're being crucified on the cross. Like, boom, Talk about having the rug pulled out from under you. And I think in our lives, we've had those where we think everything is going fine. And then something happens, a diagnosis, a, you know, you get a doctor's report or you get a financial report or you get a report from your boss or your spouse says something or your child says something and everything changes. Everything changes. And you're like, whoa, whoa, th this isn't good, you know. This is, this, yesterday was, I 
how how was I in denial, right? Like, how did I not see this coming? And I think that Easter week or Holy Week or whatever you want to call it really shows us that you're not always going to have, you're not going to have pre-knowledge of what's about to happen. Life changes in an instant and it can change in an instant. And you see that in this week, but you also see that there's a plan along that way. And that Jesus knew what was happening. God knew what was happening. And he knew that he would die on Friday and he would come back and be alive on Sunday. And his disciples, I don't think ever really understood that until he was alive. I mean, even poor Thomas, who was like called Doubting Thomas, was like, I will believe in him if he still has the scars in his hands. And we're so rough on him. Like, you know, boy, he doubted. And I'm like, pfft me and Thomas would have been in the same court. You know, I'd have been like, Lord, you know what we've been through this week? Like, this has been a week of ups and downs, and I never thought we'd get here. I thought we were going to conquer. I thought we were going to rule. I thought, okay, this is like we're entering into Jerusalem, and we are going to rule this place. We're going to take over, and we're going to, like, we're going to free the Jews. We're going to free the Jews. And all of a sudden, you die on the cross, in a way that is is humiliating and isn't for someone at your stature like you, now you're come you need to prove to me that this is real right and i think we're so hard on him but that is my life in every day that i'm like okay i thought things were going really well and then all of a sudden i look at the bank account and i'm like whoa what just happened that's not good you know <laughs> But I want you to remember, as you're walking through those hills and valleys, as you're walking through more than just a week, right? A lot of you have been walking through many things in your life. And you're walking through things with your kids and with your spouse or with your moms or your dads or your siblings, your co-workers. I mean, I could go on and on with the people that you're walking through these things with. And I want you to know that God this week is telling me to stop looking at the circumstances and start looking at him. Because along the whole way, God's like, hey guys, I got a plan. Like, we're having this dinner and I'm trying to explain to you what's about to happen and none of you are listening. (laughs) You are just enjoying yourselves. I have a plan. My plan will be shown to you on Sunday. And then I'm going to come out and I'm going to meet with you and we're going to talk more about my plan. And I don't even think they still understood. You know, (laughs) there I am, honestly, on a day that I'm like, Lord, where I we need you. And he's like, I'm right here. You just you're just not seeing what I'm moving. And I've been saying this for a couple weeks. And I don't know why I continue to say it other than I'm learning it myself. And with this surgery and with the slow, slow recovery that I'm like, Lord, I'm not understanding why this is taking so long. I went to the surgeon yesterday and found out there were some things that were kind of minorly wrong. And so she fixed them. Yay. And she's like, oh, now it will heal. And I'm like, I'm not understanding this. Like, you do know I've got A, B, and C to do soon. And I haven't been able to. Lord, what's going on? And I have been reminded that he's like, it's Holy Week. I can do anything. And as he can't, it's not just Holy Week that he does everything. But Holy Week shows us 
that he has the ultimate plan. And it also shows us his love. Now, I want to take just a second and say to you, if all has fallen apart and everything is crumbled at your feet, I want you to remember that Jesus died on that cross for you because he loved you that much. That he wants a stronger relationship with you now than he did yesterday. He does not want us to say, hey, I trust you, and then walk away. Like he wants an everyday relationship with you. My daughter does the best sermon on this, and I'm not going to because you can hear her sometime. But really, it's about an everyday relationship with him. And that he took that humiliation and that suffering for you so you could get to know him. And he was raised again because he was like, you know what? Nothing's going to hold me back from being with you. And so no matter what you're walking through right now, no matter what um, circumstances are around you, I want you to know two things. First of all, God loves you. And all you need to do is turn to him and be comforted because God is a God of comfort, in my opinion. I really feel like God can come in and give you peace where there should be no peace. And that is my prayer for you this week, that God will give you peace where there should be no peace. Because when you look around, there nothing makes sense, but God can give you peace. And second, I want you to know that God's got a plan and that he knows that Sunday's on its way, right? He knows it's coming. He knows what he's about to do. He knows that 2,000 years later, I'm going to be going to church, hopefully in a cute little dress, <laughs> praising and worshiping him for what he did 2,000 years ago that changed my life today and that he loves us that much and that he's got this great plan. So I pray that you snuggle up into him. And I know that that's a weird way to put it, but really only children take the time to be vulnerable and go into someone's arms and just say, I'm going to be relaxed right here. And so when life gets crazy, I always think about going up to God and saying, God, I need a safe place. I need a place where there's no judgment and there's I'm exhausted and I can't do anymore. So I'm just going to snuggle up here and just be real and just get your comfort and get your peace and get your joy and get your love. Because I need that from you because there's it isn't anywhere else, right? Well, that is all I have for you. First of all, have a happy Easter. Um, whether you're listening to this in July or not, it's okay. <laughs> um, you can find me at Real Life with Jenny on Instagram and on Facebook. You can also find me at ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my info is there. But really the most important thing is is finding Jesus and finding who he is to you in those hills and in those valleys as you may be out of the mountaintop and you may be like, my life is awesome. That's great. Praise the Lord there. Stay, take time and go, Lord, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing in my kid's life and my spouse life, in my work life. Thank you for all those things. But be prepared for those of us who are in the valley and how quickly you can get there. <laughs> and for those of us that feel like we're pushing a rock up a hill and it's muddy and we're like, Lord, I'm exhausted. And he says, I will give you peace and I have a plan and I love you. You all have a great week.